get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back. Episode 225 of the What Up, Though podcast. Yep, yep. Coming off a really good episode last week. Um, if you hadn't got a chance yet, uh, definitely check it out. Uh, the Twitter buddy, uh, homie uh, Brandon Baskin. Um, episode 224 was the Cognitively Compromised. And it was a pretty good, good discussion. We hadn't had anybody on to this date that really just talk politics and kind of talk different uh, views as far as voting and stuff. So I thought it was pretty dope um, just to hear his perspective. Um, I think before that, I I never was a true member of just, or I never really aligned with the whole just other person voting or other uh, category of voting. Um, it was just, you know, I always just been Republican Democrat for me. Um, so it was pretty dope. What do you thought? What was your thoughts, Mike? Uh, I like when we talked about his sister Carol. That was awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that joke didn't go over well. You can go ahead and edit that out. Um, <laughs> but um, I was like, wait, what the fuck did Carol come from? <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> you got there. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, got, got there. there. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought it was dope too, man. Like, like you said, he. I think th- there's always been the conversation about voting third party, and it's only generally had one side to it. And mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone um, articulate the counterpoint that well. Like, I think that he could. I think that people listen to that episode, he could sell people. I, I, sell people makes it sound like he's like trying to like scam like, them. Like he's pyramid scheming or some shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like he's a car salesman or something. Right. But um, no, but I think he could convince people uh, or, or at least get them to uh, understand why people might go that route. Um, yeah, and it, and if, if, if at the very least he gets people to understand why someone might want to go that route – then it's a win. Um, like, uh, you know, if he gets people to, and I'm not even going to say if he gets people to vote third party, it's a win because like, that's not even necessarily what, um, what I think needs to happen to move us in the right direction. But like it, it's, if it, if it makes people think about it, like then that's good enough for me. Like right now for me personally, and we didn't talk, we didn't talk about this on the episode, but like for me, I'm still kind of at a crossroads. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Um, I like like he said, could could Joe Biden sell him on voting for him? He's like, yeah, if he if he adopted some of the more left leaning policies that benefit the common man. And like he said, that that equate to justice. He's like, yeah, I could see myself voting for Joe Biden. Um, For starters, I don't think that's going to happen. But (laughs) uh, that but that's one way that, you know, Joe Biden could, if he wanted to make an attempt to actually um, pull the left leaning voters uh, with something more than just uh, half-assed uh, uh, endorsements, but um, I think uh, whoever he selects as his vice president is going to be huge, absolutely oh, it's, huge. It's huge, and you know, more I so think, than normal. 
I think one, I think that the fact that you are undecided just tells a lot about being a smart voter because there are a lot of people who are just full on Joe Biden now, no matter what. Um, so that's kind of concerning, I, I think, too, that you, no one gives a fuck about anything else other than the fact that we're getting you supposedly want to get Trump out of office and Joe Biden is the only person that could do it. Um, so the fact that you are un, um, undecided says a lot. Two, I think, as you to counter, not counter, uh, to add to it, I, picking the vice president is going to be awesome. I hope to God he doesn't pick uh, Gretchen Whit- Whitmer. Not because I think she's a bad person, because I think she's an awesome governor and I want her to stay in Michigan. And I don't think it would do much for the uh, for his um, run. Um, I just like her in Michigan. I think she's doing great shit here so far. Um, more than less. I mean, I don't know. It's something I could disagree with, but right now, overall, she, I think she's doing pretty good, and I would love to see her stay in Michigan and get some shit done. Um, I would love to actually see him pick, if he had to pick, uh, well, he has to pick a vice president, not if he had to. Uh, I would love to see Stacey Abrams be his vice president. I think she's by far the best person that I could... Uh, yeah, I, I, she's for me. She's the, the best person by far to pick. That that probably be the best way for him to actually get my vote would be to have her be the VP. Um, I'm not opposed to Whitmer either. Um, I think so. I, I listed it was a tweet that I did a little while back where um, I think somebody else shared the same sentiment, but like basically there with the knowledge that he said it's gonna be a woman. With that knowledge, there are certain things that I would prefer to happen with that pick. So, like, I don't want it to be someone who will cost us a a congressional seat. So, I prefer it to not be like a Democratic senator or a House of Republicans, uh, a House member, or something like that, because we can't afford to lose any seats, especially in the Senate. So, I don't want that to happen. And then um, I don't want um, well, I want um, the the pick to be someone who's fairly fairly young, uh, which both of them fit that mold. Um, and then I like the fact that if Whitmer were to get that nomination, or the vice president nomination, and were to and they were to win, um, I'm cool with Garland Gilchrist becoming governor. So I'm like, yeah. I don't really have a. A problem if he picked Whitmer. I didn't even I didn't even consider that because yeah he he is a lieutenant governor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be cool too then. So I mean I guess I just I I, I currently just like what she's doing. Um, I love the fact that so many white people hate her in Michigan right now. Um, oh yeah, that my that was that reminds me my other reason was the fact <laughs> that Trump hates her. <laughs> Trump hates her and a bunch of other and a bunch of other white people hate her in Michigan right now. So. That just yeah. shows that she's doing a great job. When Trump hates you, it's it's almost always because you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, but I I really I really like uh, Stacey Abrams. Um, I think she would be an awesome pick, um, um, especially since uh, the the guy to beat her out in he need- Georgia is a fucking idiot. Um, and uh, rightfully so. And this is, you would never thought that, uh, nah, I, I take, I, I, okay, I'll take that part back. 
Um, you would absolutely think that Trump would fucking uh, railroad you on some shit that he said, but then go back on it. So, uh, what's their governor? Um, Kemp. Uh, Georgia's governor Kemp said he's opening up uh, nail salons, barbershops, all kind of shit like that on Friday. And then Trump comes out today saying he totally disagrees with that. But Trump was actually really probably for that maybe like a week ago or some shit. Like just wanted to push the economy open and all mm-hmm. that shit. So it was quite hilarious to see him go on on record to say that he was totally against Kemp. <laughs> I'm like, talking about uh, a Mack truck just driving over you, dog. Uh, <laughs> like you would have thought they was homeboys before this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um so yeah, that was pretty. But did you see that uh, that video about the, him talking about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I hadn't. So I haven't watched many briefings lately. Um, I just been kind of reading, reading about them. So that's the only one I actually watched today, and that was actually pretty hilarious. That kind of made my day. Um, but a lot of places are trying to open up, and this shit is going to be a clusterfuck. Like, I'm, I'm tired of of trying to argue how bad opening shit is up because it's really fucking with minorities and stuff like that. And to the point where I had a Facebook comment on, on one of my posts about it. And I didn't even, I didn't even rebuttal it because I'm just tired of the argument. Like I'm at the point now where I don't care that a lot of white people don't get it. Like they're not outwardly saying that they don't give a fuck about old people and black folks and other minorities. But when you say I'm ready for everything to open up, you're saying because of statistics, you want black people and old people to die. And I'm just over the conversations of it anymore. Like this shit's just like if you can't understand it, this even if you're not saying directly, I want black folks and old people to die. When you say I want the economy back up, you're saying I want black folks and old people to die. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, the argument is just tiring. You know, it's like if you don't get it by this point, you know, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? You just you're just not gonna, you know, gonna get it. Uh so uh yeah, so I don't think we not think I know we didn't have any actually covert related shit to talk about, so I guess that'll be our, our stand in that unless you have something else to really say about it. Uh no, not really. Uh, well, I, I do. I mean, we're not we're not scripted at that point, so it always can come up. But, yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't in the plans. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Um, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Stacey Abrams getting that spot. Um, she she's probably my number one draft pick for it for the same reasons. Um, she's younger. She's uh, a governor. Well, she she's not a governor, unfortunately. But uh, she we wouldn't lose. Uh, she's not. Right. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't lose any seats anywhere. Um. And I think that it's it's kind of primed for um, bringing up the opposing viewpoints between her and Kemp. Um, you get a black woman on the ticket, which is a first that people will. I mean, that'll really help people get behind him. Like I could see, like he already clearly has the black vote, unfortunately. And, and um, you should to earn it, right? But um, you know, she could she could come on there and maybe help bring over some of the maybe like the younger folks who aren't on board uh some of the black folks who are smart like you know it could help <laughs> that, that, yeah that definitely helped uh i i i would definitely be more prone to uh a biden vote if stacy abrams was his vice president no i i can say he i could say i'd almost surely i'd almost surely vote for him if if 
if he made Stacey Abrams the VP. Like that, um, that, that might just that might be enough to make me flat out say I would do it. So, but I, I, I and I say that you know, with the conversation and stuff we've had with Brandon last week on the podcast and stuff, I think this will be, I think this will be the last time for me, hopefully, that I make a vote without a person fully earning my my vote. Like that, the episode and that you know talking about just a of of, of a candidate's earning a vote just really spoke to me a lot, and so um, I feel like after this this run, you know, I I, I might be uh, I might be one of those people, and I I, I think I will I will feel okay about it. So um, yeah, candidates earning your vote is like a it's not like a, a rare a rare point to make. But I thought he made it in a way that a lot of people could relate to and understand. And like my, uh, my big the thing that that kind of motivates me to potentially um, vote third party is less so about Biden not earning my vote. That's a factor, but like it's less about that and more about the idea of not allowing basically not rewarding the DNC for their behavior and not trying to do what's best to put forth a, put forth a viable candidate, but to, you know, put forth the person that they inexplicably chose. Like it's one thing to like, kind of like limit our choices purposely, but it's another thing to make your, your candidate one of the worst options that we had. Like if you were going to like, craft a candidate that we had to choose like there were a lot of better options than him so like not only did they uh like you said do the same shit they did in 2016 but like like yeah let me we fucked it up in 2016 so let's uh let's actually try to do worse let's <laughs> like, do fucking worse and they accomplished that too mm-hmm. so yeah that's you know but like i say for you guys who didn't check out last week if you can by all means so I'm having a hard time listening to podcasts since I've been home because I don't listen to podcasts when I'm home. <laughs> Me neither. Like, I, well, I, 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 I normally listen. I, I normally listen to podcasts when. Well, if I'm home, I'm like outside doing yard work or something. I can. I have time to like dedicate to it. But usually, I do it when I'm at work or I do it on my my drive to work and from work. So, being that I've been, you know, I've been home since <laughs> March 20th, um, I haven't been able to listen to many podcasts much so i don't know how how a lot of people deal or how they do with a podcast so i've been trying to catch up but strangely i haven't made time for it as much because i've been like fucking watching netflix and playing xbox um so i'm hoping to get get into some uh, different podcasts i haven't checked out the uh roast for delvins yet so that's on my list tomorrow to check out um I think the only podcast I actually listen to as of late has been uh, 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 This American uh, uh, Fuck, I don't lost the fucking name of the podcast uh, This American Life Sorry uh, So that's the only thing I've really checked out lately um, So Anyways uh, So we had a few things that we want to talk about uh, Non-COVID Uh First thing is uh, 
Should we go with Teddy and Babyface? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, so Swiss Beats and Timberland has came up with this versus concept. I believe they're the two that, that, that made it, where you got basically two producers or songwriters and so forth, and they kind of, quote, compete, unquote. Uh, so they do 20, I think they do 20 songs each, or 10 songs each. And uh, I, uh, to, to, to be transparent, I have not seen one yet. Okay, so they do a number of songs, 10 to 20 songs each, and they go back and forth, and you know, there's no real quote winner unquote. It's just you know who people pay, people favor or whatever. So the one that I actually caught for the most part was uh, Lil John and T Pain. That was pretty I didn't cool. even know that happened. <laughs> oh really? Okay, yeah. yeah. Lil John and T Pain. That was kind of cool just because they're both like really animated and they're really cool. <laughs> they just seem like cool to sell people. Um, so that was pretty dope. Um, who did you think won that? Like off the top of my head, I feel like Lil John would win that fairly easily. I think it was Little Little John. I think Lil John actually pulled it off. Um, and I like T Pain quite a bit. And I, yeah, I'm a fan of T Pain. Um, but I think Lil John actually pulled off because the thing is with those is that it's timing with songs and shit, and it just depends on the songs that you're putting up against their that actual other song and shit. So Lil John just had hits and shit. I mean, I mean they both had hits, but. I think Lil John had more that resonated. Um, I wanted to I, watch the Scott Storch Manny Fresh one. That's the one I wish I had see, that's seen. That's the one I didn't catch all the way. I started watching it and I just wasn't interested. Uh, but I feel like both of those are, that was a weird one because they kind of make different music. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I heard both of them kind of uh, traded jabs uh, during it. I mean, I think they've been happening now. Well, not as much as that. But I think. Uh, I swear someone told me that Manny Fresh uh, had a joke about snorting crack or some shit uh, <laughs> or, hmm. or doing drugs, which, you know, Scotch Torches. Scotch Torches had a drug issue. And I think uh, Scotch Torch said something to, the, something to the point of I'll just push buttons on a keyboard or some shit like that. Uh, but I didn't really get into that one, so I don't know much about that one. Um, I did watch most all of the RZA and uh, pre, uh, DJ Premier. Oh, I did that watch was, some of that. That was pretty entertaining. And I kind of, I from in, initially, I thought that Premier was just going to run over RZA, um, but it really wasn't the case. Um, I thought RZA actually did a better job. Well, I mean, he, his songs are just, you know, the hits he did, he played was just, you know, pretty dope. I mean, they both have been in the game for years and done, done a lot of producing and stuff. So, um, but that was that was a pretty dope one. So then it comes to Teddy and Teddy Roddy and Babyface. So Sunday or was it Saturday? I think it was Saturday. Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh well, well it was twice though because it wasn't the first time fucked up and then they did it again yeah. on Monday. Yeah. So Monday was the second time. I believe Saturday was. The okay, first time. so I think Saturday was the first time. So side story, side story real quick. Oh, go ahead. Um, On the Monday one, I finally had a moment to watch it and I pulled it up and it was frozen on Instagram. It was just like a frozen, frozen thing. So I go on Twitter and I saw other people commenting like, oh, yeah, so and so play this. I'm like, how y'all watching this? And I saw other people saying this is frozen for me. And somebody was like, oh, if you open it like on a computer, 
you can watch it on there or if you open it up on um on youtube and somebody posted a youtube link so i opened it up on youtube and i watched it for a few minutes but then like you know how on youtube they have like uh related videos underneath it uh i clicked on one of the related videos was the scott storch manny fresh one and i wasn't about to sit there and watch the whole thing and because i knew i didn't have time like that i was like oh let me just tune in and watch it for a couple minutes so i uh when i saw that i turned on the manny fresh scott storch one and I, I jumped to like a random point in the video. Like I didn't, you know, watch it, watch it. I just jumped to a random point to see what's going on. And um, Manny Fresh was fiddling around with like one of those auto tune things. And I'm like, the fuck is he doing? And he kept talking into it, like saying like gibberish. I couldn't even understand what he was saying. And um, you, do you know the juvenile song 400 Degrees? Yes, sir. Who doesn't know that shit? Hey, I, hey, I don't favorite. know. <laughs> that might be my favorite. Uh... Uh, Manny Fresh produced song. Okay, so you do, so are you aware? I'm just making just making sure. Are you aware that the auto tune part is actually like words and it's not just like sound? And, and so I'm literally just making it in my mouth, like making the sound falls in my mouth. I was doing, but I didn't realize those are actually words. No, no. so like, so short answer, like a, no, I did not. So it was a lot. It was a long time after I first heard it before I, I heard it, heard it. But like there's like an auto tune part and, and that's in the beat. And that's what he was doing on the auto tune thing. Auto tune thing. So I'm watching him and I'm like, uh, okay. I'm like, what is he doing? What is he like? What is he doing? He's talking to it. And then all of a sudden it was like he he he, it, he started speaking into it. And what he was doing is he was trying to fiddle with the sound it was produced. It was putting out. And once he got it right, he it, all I heard was. You don't want to fuck with me. I was like, oh shit, that's what he's about to do 400 degrees. And then he hit, now, then he I knew hit those the beat. Words. I knew that part. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The auto tune oh, okay. part of okay. that in the okay. beat. And then it goes, hot boys, hot, hot, hot boys, you know, like that. Man, so, I gotta go back and watch that because yeah, I so I, I would have been so fucking hyped to see that part. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what it was. Cause I was sitting there like, what the fuck is he doing? And then he finally got it right and he said, You don't want to fuck with me. I was like, Oh shit. And then he hit the beat and it was like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> and then he he was doing oh, it like now I'm mad I didn't watch it now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Oh shit. And then um, Scott Storch played something. He said, um, he said, fuck, I don't remember what song he played now. But um, he started playing the beat on the piano. And then he played the actual song. And I can't remember what I can't remember what it was. But when he started playing it, I knew what song it was. But I thought it was dope that he actually played played it on the piano first. It was a keyboard technically, but like uh, he started playing it on the piano first. And then uh, transition into the actual uh, actual beat. I thought that was dope. And then like I, I turned it off. I got to go back and watch it now. I'm going to probably watch it tomorrow. Because I'm curious now. Especially for that part in particular. So, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Damn, good shit. I'm glad you brought that up. Because no one actually has talked about that, strangely. That, I, I, that, was, that was just cool to me. Because one, it was fun to like discover it. Like, oh, now I know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But it was only because I already knew that that part of the beat was actually words. But when I first heard the song, I just thought it was like kind of like, you know, robotic type background uh, noise. Okay. Okay. It was a, it was a, a while when we listened to the song. Things. Yeah. yeah and then like, that, I noticed, I was like, Oh wait, dude, that, that background robot is actually saying words. <laughs> yeah. That, that's actually my favorite juvenile song for sure. And it's probably my favorite cash money song. 
Wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely probably my favorite one. But yeah, that's dope. So I'm gonna actually check that out. I'm glad you actually brought that up. Cool. Um, what were we talking? So we were going. Oh, so you were talking about Teddy Riley and Babyface on Saturday. So that was a total clusterfuck. So first off, and it was no to no fault of Babyface. Um, Babyface was in his studio. I would assume studio. You see, you know, a keyboard and a speaker, all that shit. Fucking Teddy Riley had a whole fucking crew, dog. Like, it had to be 30 motherfuckers in there. He had fucking cameras. Look, somebody said he had, uh, what's the, what they call it? Uh, key grip. (laughs) 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 He had all kind of shit. He would, it looked like he was at a fucking, he was at a, uh, auditorium. Like, it looked like it was a stage behind him. He had a big ass screen. He had a fucking hype man. Dog, he had all kind of shit and they still could not get the fucking sound right. Like, I had so much. I was on a Zoom call, but I was muting it so I could watch that. But I was trying to get off that call. And then I'm just, I'm dying laughing because all I hear is Babyface saying, Teddy, Teddy, can you hear me, Teddy? <laughs> Teddy. And it, all you see is Teddy going off trying to figure out what the sound and shit was. That shit was hilarious, dog. So, needless to say, they played a song or two or something. Teddy Roddy's sound was fucking awful. So they just said, fuck it, we're going to come back in 30 minutes. I think Babyface had to look like, nigga, I'm going to sleep. Um, and it didn't happen that night. So then he came back on Monday. Um, and he was, he, he he tamed it down. You know, it was just him. My thing is like, nigga, you got like the COVID out here and shit, nigga. Why you got so many niggas in your crib, dog? Or wherever the fuck they are. Like, it just seems so unnecessary. Um, to have this many fucking people and you, to not prep and not know that the sound's gonna be whack. Like, the sound was awful, dog. He kept getting feedback from mics and shit. Why do you have mics? Why is it plural? <laughs> Why do you have all this shit? Yeah, it was, it was a clusterfuck, <laughs> dog. So, they finally came back on Monday um, and did it, and it actually turned out cool. Um, finding out some songs that I, I never knew that I knew a lot of stuff that Babyface had made. It wasn't really too much of a secret, um, but I didn't know about a couple of songs that I heard that they did. Like I didn't know that Baby. I'm sorry, not Babyface. I didn't know that Teddy Riley had did that song, the show from um, Dougie Fresh. Do you, oh, okay. you follow that song? The, the song, the show. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know that he did that. Um, I didn't know that he did Johnny Kemp. This is Teddy Riley. Um, Johnny Kemp just got paid. It was a couple other stuff, but I don't know, man. It's just you know. Oh, and I also didn't, and I don't know why I didn't realize this because I knew blackface. I mean, blackface. Uh, blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that I knew that Blackstreet was on the song, but I didn't realize that the city is mine was uh, produced by uh, Teddy Riley, uh, yeah. Jay Z. And I also didn't know that so many people hated that song. I saw that uh, on Twitter, people saying that. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that was a hated song like that. Like I always thought that was always one of my. I mean, I won't say it's my favorite Jay Z song, but I didn't hate it. But I found out that day, Monday, that so many people hated that song <laughs> and hated that album. Cause that was the Blueprint, I think. Um, Who hated the, the Blueprint? Bruh. I, I seen a lot of hate for that shit, uh, but you know, people are trash generally. So you know, uh, 
I don't put that past anybody. So yeah, so it actually worked out. They actually hit five hundred thousand viewers, dog, on Instagram. Oh, that that was on a, uh, um, that wasn't on the blueprint though. I get that confused with a different song. No, that was volume on the one. I'm sorry, yeah. that was volume one. Yeah, that was on no, volume not, one. Volume one. Sorry, not blueprint. But they hit they hit five hundred viewers. I mean, five hundred thousand viewers, and. So while I think there's no real winner with those people, can, you know, it's subjective. The real winners are probably Instagram because they are getting probably new users daily from this shit. Old people probably. trying to tune in to Teddy Riley and Babyface and shit. People that probably never used Instagram before. So uh, Instagram is the winners with this shit. All right. <laughs> so um, there are there's supposed to be a potential Dre and Diddy uh, battle. Um, That's what I'm showing up for. Like, <laughs> I'm showing up in a in club clothes <laughs> with like a nice drink in my hand. I'm like, rock my fake <laughs> to the sky. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? Shit like that. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for that one. If if it ever happens. Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. So um, if that happens. That uh, I'll definitely be um, be checking that out. So I don't know if there's anything. I, I mean, but the thing is, it's like you're not hearing songs that you haven't heard before and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's for nostalgia, you know, though. That's nostalgia. So you know what I'm saying? Um, you know it. It'll be it'll be pretty cool. Um, I don't know who I would think. I don't even have a. I don't. I don't. I'm not even gonna pick a winner. I just think it'll be pretty dope to hear some some cool shit. I think I don't think there'll be any surprises of of production, um, but I think it'd be cool. And then they both are, you know, always been rumored to have other people producing their stuff. So we care to see the stuff that they actually uh, um, actually pull out, you know, to actually play. Because I mean, you think about these guys; these guys have been fucking, you know, making music for years. So, you know, what song, if you got to pick 20 songs or 10 songs, like, what songs are you really going to pull out that's going to be fucking awesome as fuck? You know, so. Um, I feel like I feel like both of them, like, whoever would win that um, would be the person who pulls out songs that are dope that no one is thinking of. Because, like, if you think of, like, well, for one, if this happens, is the East Coast West Coast beef officially squashed <laughs> between Death Row and Bad Boy? <laughs> I would, I, you know what? Probably so. Then that would definitely be the, the squashing of the beef. But um, I think that like the key to that will be whoever can post songs that or play songs that they made that people aren't expecting, because we're all going to expect like uh, Biggie songs from Puff. We're going to expect like uh, well his own stuff, the solo stuff that he put out. Like we're gonna expect that kind of stuff, but if he breaks out stuff that he produced that like maybe like that doesn't come to mind, that we're kind of like, oh, that song was the shit, and we didn't even think like that was one of his. And the same thing for Dre. Like we know we're gonna get Death Row shit. We're gonna get uh that kind of stuff. But like Eminem, some some Eminem stuff maybe. Like, but like, what if, what can he pop out that we're not expecting? So like that's I think is gonna be the key. Yeah. I- yeah, I think that'll be dope. And I haven't heard of any of these producers. I've heard anything Tupac yet, so that'd be kind of cool. Um, uh, uh, Premier uh, played a few uh, Pac songs. Actually, uh, 
uh, RZA played uh, Pac's song as well. I'm sorry. I'm take that whole thing back. They played Biggie songs. Premier did some Biggie song. Biggie song. Uh, uh, RZA did. Uh, what was the Biggie song he did? Um, fuck, I can't think of it at the time. Um, but so I haven't heard any Tupac um, with any of this shit. Uh, you know what, man? We 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 do our own podcast. We can do this how we want. I I I just googled Diddy produce songs, and it lists about thirty songs off top. How about mm-hmm. I read? I just read some of these, and then I'll do the same thing with Dre, and okay. we can just kind of see like who we think might win. Because like before what I even you, read them, what made, what made you do the the whole thing of us doing a podcast like we do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I felt like we were on a script almost, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just let's just see how this plays out. No, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we have. I think we could change it up and just do shit where we want. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so, yeah. We don't have anybody. We don't have anybody uh, hanging so, our so hanging us over our heads. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, the, off the top of my head, I I, I kind of feel like there's no way Dr. Dre doesn't win this, but that could just be my own personal bias. So um, that's what made me start to look it up because I'm like. I feel like Dre wins this in a landslide, but I'm like, eh, let me see. Cause like Diddy's probably got some shit. I'm not thinking of. All right. So I'm just going to read some of the songs. I'm not going to read them fast in case we want to comment on some, but um, we can comment as we see fit. Um, I'll be missing you. Um, he's probably going to play that if it happens. Right. Mm-hmm. I need a girl. Eh. I hope he doesn't yeah. play that. Uh, last night. Oh, that song from that press play album. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't play that. Uh, can't nobody hold me down. He'll probably play that. Uh, satisfy you. Uh, oh wait, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's all about the Benjamins. Got to play that. Um, Come with me from the Godzilla soundtrack. It sounds familiar, but it's it's. I'm I rem- I, drawing a blank I, in my head I right now. That. Yeah. Uh, victory. That's that's his key to victory. <laughs> is yeah, playing that, that one. That's my favorite. That's my definitely. favorite beat of his. Like without even reading the rest of the list, that's my favorite one. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, been around the world. That's a good one. Uh, come to me. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on that too. Which one? Uh, come to me. Oh, fuck. I, I don't know that one. Um, at least not off the top of my head. I'm sure if I played it, I'd, I'd remember it. But um, if it doesn't immediately make me go, "Oh yeah," then it's probably not a good one. <laughs> uh, Bad boy for life. Uh, shake your tail feather. Please Through the pain. Show. Show me your soul off the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. Okay. Um, better on the other side. I don't even know what that is. I don't want to know. PE 2000. Uh, let's get it. Uh, Big Homie featuring Rick Ross and French Montana. I don't know that one. Uh, something called Eris Air- Top by someone named N- Nibiru. Uh, no clue. This. <laughs> Diddy Rock. Uh-uh. Mo money, mo problems. There's there's a winner. Let's get three. Uh, uh, don't stop what you're doing. Shiny I suit man. I don't remember shiny suit man. Weedem boys. Uh, I know, know Weedem boys is. That was the one with uh uh Wiz Khalifa, I think. Uh, no, nah, I don't think this is a Wiz Khalifa song. I mean, that is a Wiz Khalifa song, but I don't think that's what this is. It says it's from something called Rap Game Volume One: The Takeover. Hey, never mind. I know. I know. Yeah. Uh, well, it has one, but I okay. Never mind. That definitely wasn't uh, uh, <laughs> Diddy that produced that. 
<laughs> Finna Get Loose. I don't know what that is. Uh, Best Friend. I remember that. Young G's. Diddy Speaks. Uh, Blow a Check. Uh, I, I, like, I don't even know half these songs. Now, all of this <laughs> shit sounds like fucking trash. It, yeah. He made a lot of, like, popular songs that just sounded mediocre to me. But that's the that's the list that was immediately pulled up in Google. And just reading that list, I stand by my statement that Dr. Dre washes him. <laughs> but let me let me pull up Dre. All right. Uh, Still Dre, banger. Forgot about Dre, banger. The next episode, banger. <laughs> Nothing but a G thing, banger. I need a doctor. He probably won't play that, but it's good. Keep their heads ringing, banger. <laughs> What's the difference? Banger. Dre Day, banger. <laughs> This nigga's already oh. lost before it started. <laughs> oh. And I'm just thinking about, I'm just going back, I'm just looking at songs that I hadn't even thought about. I'm looking at a Dre list myself. So, um. <laughs> Fuck the Police, Big Egos, Let Me Ride, Natural Born Killers, Kush, The Watcher, Straight Out of Compton, Bitches Ain't Shit, The Message, got some Nas on here, uh-huh. uh, Let's Get High. Express yourself, NWA. Hey, uh, do, do you remember uh, Bad Intentions with uh, Nocturnal? Yes. Yep. Dude, I would just. Oh man, he played that. God damn, that shit was dope. <laughs> Fuck. What was, this was that was on a. Uh, I think that was on the Watch oh, soundtrack. Yes, sure was. Yep. <laughs> Two points for you. Yep. <laughs> Talking to my diary off the Compton album. I don't even remember that song. Uh, gangster, gangster. I don't know what that is. Deep cover, banger. Up, oh, bad intentions. There we go. Uh, little ghetto boy, Ackright. Uh, still, I don't know what that is. Uh, dope man. Uh, bitch Bruh. nigga, <laughs> bitch niggas. How we, how we do Fifty Cent in the game? Uh, mm. Out of control. Fucking Fifty Cent with Mob Deep. Uh, <laughs> fuck. It's Jay got it. If he picks the right songs, he got it. <laughs> He could put all his songs on like a one of those uh like prices right spin boards or something and whatever it lands yeah. on, did he loses? <laughs> oh, he done. I don't I don't see it, dog. Uh he's done. Ratatat tat explosive. Dog, he's done. Now, I mean, this is not like this is one thing to just sit here and just say, uh Dr. Dre wins without looking at no fucking songs and you're just, you know, flipping a coin. But looking at the list of fucking songs of, of potential shit that he could play. Bitch, please. Oh, I think you mentioned bitch. Did you mention bitch, please? Uh, I don't know. Uh, was Snoop in Exhibit? Fuck. Yeah, dude. yeah. yeah boys, in, boys in the Hood? Wait. The Easy E joint? Oh, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> we want easy all, easy. all the Easy E joints. Easy does it. It's funky enough, the DOC. Fuck, he, can play, he can play three Snoop songs and win. He can play Gin and Juice. He I don't even think I've named a Snoop song <laughs> Yeah, He can play Gin and Juice. He can play Doggy Dog World. He can play Let Me Ride. And all, he's done. He got it. Yeah. I didn't even mention. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned the Snoop song yet. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> he can play The Formula by DOC. California Love. Funky, funky, yeah, and we, didn't even, and we haven't even. Did you even mention Tupac songs? No. Uh, nope. Yeah, so he's good. <laughs> oh man, what else we got here that I messed out? Yeah, California uh, Love would be the one he produced. Yep. Um, I wasn't even a big fan of it, but he could drop that "Let Me Blow Your Mind" song with Eve. Like that's a little bit with Gwen Stefani. Just a it'll, it'll be a, a all around pleaser. 
You know, so yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Drake got this. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think Drake got this. In the club? Okay, come on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> like, come, on, in the club? come on, now. <laughs> he got it. This uh, yeah, I don't even see you, you mentioned how we do the, the the game song. You mentioned that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is play this, the right songs, you're good. You play the club ba- you I think you gotta play the club bangers. You gotta play the radio bangers and a few uh slept on songs, but I think you have a gotta you have to have a good and not like the ninety five point five club bangers. Like Ninety-eight club bangers, not like the white people bangers, because mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, don't play those. Like, yeah, don't don't play. Like my name playing, is. That, like, <laughs> don't play. My name is. Don't, that's like you know. Play, if you you, you want to say, let's play an outcast song. You play, hey ya. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't go that route. I seen somebody talk about that. Like, don't play the. He basically, I don't, I can't remember his wording, but he basically says, don't play the white the, the white fan bangers, like the ones mm-hmm. that the white people thought was great. So. Don't, don't do the 95.5. Do the 105.9, the 98 point, the 98 mm-hmm. jams. You do those and you're good. So, yeah, that should be uh, that'd be pretty fucking dope. So, uh, I'm, 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 whenever that does happen, if it does, I'll definitely um, be looking forward to it. I see they already have a uh, Dallas Austin and um, Jermaine Dupree one coming up. Hmm. Um, I'm not. That should be good. I know Dallas. I don't know a lot of Dallas Austin uh, produced stuff. Oh, I, mean, I bet I, you do. I, well, <laughs> let me say that I can't name it offhand, but I know if I look down the list, mm-hmm. um, you would. Um, he would. Uh, I would know it, and and, I, and that would be a, a a hell of a one too. I mean, you know, uh, that's going to be a good one for uh, the exact dynamic that I said, where they play stuff that you didn't know that they did. But that bangs mm-hmm. both. Both of them will be able to do that. Yeah. Sorry. So that's that's happening. That's a. But I've seen a flyer for it or flyer. <laughs> I've seen an advertisement for it. Uh, Wait, what is so. this? Nineteen ninety six. Like I went outside. I had a fucking flyer on my fucking window. Like it's COVID. How is niggas putting flyers on cars and driveways <laughs> and shit? Like. <laughs> I can't even take the I can't even take this flyer off my car and throw it on the ground without putting right. on a glove first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So dude, I so I clicked on that list of songs produced by Dallas Austin on, on Wiki. So you know you let's you hear it. it as good. First off, it goes in chronological not chronological, it goes from A to Z. Hmm. So I kind of prefer chronological order, but whatever. Not, Beggars can't so, be choosers. Okay, so this is definitely not chronological, but um, fuck. So I'm gonna be because that's probably there's a lot of people I don't even fucking recognize them and shit. It's a lot of fucking okay. So he did fucking Cooley High Boys and Men. He did mm. Creep TLC. Um, uh, it's a lot of other shit, but. I don't recognize these. Oh, well, I recognize them, but I don't think they're really... He did some Madonna shit. Uh, this is a weird list, because he's produced a lot of fucking shit for a lot of fucking people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what I said. Like, you'll, you'll, find, you'll find a bunch of shit you know. Yeah, this is crazy. He even did shit for Aretha Franklin. Wow. He even did shit for another bad creation. Oh, that makes sense though. Um, 
Oh, he did Live Your Life, T.I. Uh, T. Rihanna. Uh, didn't know that. He did a lot of shit for Monica. Um, Deborah Cox. Uh, Funkadelic. Wow. Adia Davenport. Man, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this would be really interesting. Um, but nothing really stands out uh, at my, my glance um, uh, of shit. But this would be interesting, to say the least. Uh, oh, I didn't know he did uh, fucking Michael Jackson. They don't care about us. Oh. Uh, T. Boss touched myself. A few more boys and men songs. He did some TLC. Unpretty. That may get you know the unpretties riled up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So this would be interesting. I I, I look forward to that one. But you know, uh, off top, I think Dre and Diddy would definitely be the one I would. Tune in with my drinking hand. I might find me a forty just for sake of argument, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'll give me a random black and mild with a with a plastic tip. You know, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> man, if that happens, we should do like a Zoom watch party or something. Oh, we could. Oh, we definitely should. I'd definitely be down for that. I gotta figure out what. what did they even put a date for that yet? <laughs> it's not. It's not happening for sure. Oh, okay. Like I heard, Dre's not even on board. Like they're just trying to like drum up hype for it, I guess, to make him be on board. But I heard Dre's not even on board with it. Somebody said, posted something about him saying, "I need to get that fucking uh, that the, the issues together." Like all of the fuck. Like I, what I don't understand would you have because even with I think uh, with um, I forget which one. I think it was uh, Lil John and. Uh, T-Pain, they may have had a couple of issues early, but they got it fixed really fast. But I'm like, how... Oh, you meant sound issues. Yeah, sound issues. That's what I meant. Oh. (laughs) How do you have all these people with, you know, done done all this crazy production, made millions of fucking dollars, and they can't even play songs that's going to play? Because I'm assuming they're setting up their phones Mm -hmm. and just recording with the front-facing camera. Like, are you have inputs? Now, I will say, I don't know if you have, but just take a look whenever you can just to see how it sounds. But uh, Tory Lanez has basically done a fucking radio show on Instagram because of this called Quarantine Radio, which really spawned from uh, D-Nice has set. Mm -hmm. So I guess he was in... He was... uh, Influenced by DJ, uh, by D, B, D Nice, and he started doing shit. And I heard he gets like hella fucking followers on that shit. And I'm not even a Tory Lanez fan. I can name a Tory. I couldn't Lanez tell song. you one song. Yeah, I couldn't um, tell you one song. But I heard he does. He has like, yeah, he he gets all kind of crazy shit going on there. So, um, did you did you watch the did you watch the Swiss and Timberland one? No, I did not. <laughs> That's another one that I feel like will be a watch. Like Swiss had bangers, but I feel like. I feel like Timberland should blow him out the water. No, no one talks about it. I, I didn't realize that it actually happened. It mm-hmm. Was this before all of this shit really popped off? That they probably because I saw that one in the related videos too when I when I clicked on the babyface Teddy Riley one. Uh, okay, yeah, I didn't I didn't actually uh, I didn't see that one at all. I didn't even know the result of that one, so that just shows how much I hadn't seen of, of it. Um, I, I I started it right, and I had to. So when it started. It was just Timbaland. He was waiting for Swiss to come on. And so I'm like fast forwarding through it, waiting to see Swiss join so I could see the split till I see the split screen. And then the split screens, the Swiss is in his car. And I'm like, how the fuck is he doing this in his car? But it it starts, you know, they started up or whatever. 
And I couldn't make it very far into it because Swiss was too goddamn annoying. I was like, all right, I can't deal with this nigga right now. <laughs> no, that sounds about right. Um, I don't think I could really deal with him much either. So he definitely uh, seems like a person. And so then I think it was one. <laughs> I can't remember which which battle it was when some people was uh, fucking up. And so he Swiss was talking about some shit like you know they taking time for him having dinner with his family to fix these issues. Like, nigga, would you get the fuck on with that shit? Like, fix some issues and you having dinner with your family? Nigga, get the fuck on. You the one, y'all the one want to host this shit. If it's some technical issues, y'all need to fuck, it ain't like you can go to the fucking person's house anyway. So it ain't like you real life tech support. Nigga, make some calls. Whole ass nigga, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that shit, man, you mad so we trying to have dinner with our families. Nigga, you rich as fuck. You ain't got to worry about no fucking partial checks. You ain't got to worry about unemployment. Man, get your whole ass up and call somebody to make sure they got their fucking sound right. Man, that shit pissed me off. <laughs> your whole ass, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. This uh, <laughs> this hatred for Swiss Beats. I, I mean, I'm on board. <laughs> He's such I mean, an obnoxious I person. I've, I've never felt felt much about, felt anything really about him anyway, you know, but I'm just like, like you're talking about, talking about I can't I'm trying to have dinner with my family. Nigga, get your punk ass on and get you should make sure one, you should make sure that both candidates, whoever they are, has their shit right. Y'all done done some test runs. I'm not even saying you fucking, you know, like you yourself, you know, whoever the fuck peons you pay and shit. Y'all need to make sure that these people have, you know, they sound right. Fucking Teddy Riley had the most niggas at his house and no one <laughs> had a mask on and no one knew what the fuck they were doing. And then on the second one, his fucking phone was dying and he couldn't find a fucking phone charger. Or it was his phone was dying or his his Apple ear pods were dying. Some stupid shit like that. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, these people are (laughs) like they made their name doing this. (laughs) Like (laughs) you made your name doing music, which will require you by default to know how to use electronics. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, y'all niggas ain't fucking playing guitar and you fucking record into a cassette or some shit. At least in this day and time. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. That shit's retarded. Get get your shit together. That's like us doing a podcast and, you know, our, our laptop battery keep dying and the computer cutting off while we're recording or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. come on now. You know, like, come on. Get your shit together, dude. Yeah, I've never produced a song in my life, but I guarantee I could pull that off. Like, just playing songs that people could, and so people yeah. could hear them. Over like yep. if I went on Instagram Live and I played songs so people can hear them, I, I guarantee I could pull that off. Guarantee. Oh, so I gotta I gotta hit the, hit, hit somebody back, but I got offered to do a virtual DJ for a virtual party. Interesting. <laughs> I gotta hit them back because I gotta figure out the logistics of this shit. But they just like she's like yeah, so she hit me up yeah, so such and such having a birthday party. Wants to be on DJ. I'm like. So how do you figure this supposed to work out? So they're like, yeah, you just have DJs just go live on Facebook. Yeah, just uh, go live and then you just give her a couple of shout outs. How much do you want? I'm like, man, that's a great fucking opportunity to get paid for just playing music at my house. Yeah. And the the thing is, like, I would hope that you wouldn't get like shit on because like what you do has no impact on what the people who are listening will hear because right. like if they trying to have a party well no you, it is vir- all virtual so i guess it don't matter but yeah i, I don't know how control. that, that seems like that'd I be weird 
I can't control, and that's why I haven't re- fully responded yet because I can't control anything. Well, only thing I can control is that you hear me. And that's it. Like if the sound somehow on your end sounds weird. So my, my thought was was to do because they were talking about just going live on my Facebook feed. I'm like, that'd be weird. I just randomly going live and people just on there. So my thoughts was to do uh, do it as a Zoom meeting and have and so everybody else would be muted. No one else ever would be able to put their sound out. And then I just uh, I had the chat up and then I just people just talk to each other in the chat. Yeah, and it just be an invite only situation or something like that. I don't know. I need to actually test it to uh, to see. So I'm gonna probably figure that out. But that's supposed to be Sunday, so I'll see. But that shit better be before uh, um, Last Dance come on. So I don't care what the <laughs> fuck's going on. Uh, I don't know, so. man. I like your odds of having a party in by nine o'clock. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I mean, I, I got it on record anyway, so I can't just watch it later on. So, um, but before we get to the the last dance, because we did want to chat about it a little bit, um, the last music thing we were talking about is uh, the hot topic question: Does French Montana have more hits than Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> so, uh, let's see, I. I did a little research quote uh, about this. So I don't know how this actually came up as a topic. I don't know why. Because he said it. But I'm like, yeah. But I'm just wondering, like, why he decided to say Kendrick Lamar. Like, Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe he chose somebody that he felt like he could be as far as hits wise. Like, I, uh, I don't know. But uh, so- I mean, hot take. He probably does have more hits. So it's Does he, is he a better artist? No. Does he no. make better songs? No. Does he make better albums? No. <laughs> but, but does he have more hits? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, people like Especially trash if you music. Got, yeah, you said, wait, what? I said people like trash music. Oh, so. tra- <laughs> I thought you said, <laughs> you said trans you music. Said? Trans. Oh. <laughs> like he I makes music for transsexuals? Music, but, I mean, people, people make, make trans music. If they do, you know, more power to them. You know, I have no hate here. <laughs> uh, whatever floats your boat. So, um, I found the article um, posted on the twenty fourth. Oh, actually, no, twenty second, which is today, uh, from Double XL. And I'm gonna skip through it. Blah blah blah. While Kendrick is known to have way more album units, or has uh, known to move more album units than French. Uh, we're not talking about LPs and making a mistake. French has definitely let loose some bangers over the years. I'm a quote bangers because I don't whatever. Um, so they did a listing of Billboard stuff, and then some for some odd reason they added Young Thug into this. I don't know how Young Thug got into the picture, but <laughs> I don't have to really mention his shit. It just happened that they're listing his stuff as well. So let's go. I'm not gonna list. I'm not gonna list all of the songs. I'm just gonna go with how many in whatever category. Billboard Hot 100 songs. Kendrick has 48. Um, I gotta scroll down to French's. French's 17. So I'm gonna say mm-hmm. he wins in that one. Um, Billboard Hot 100 songs as a guest. Kendrick has 15. French has five. I guess a note that Young Thug has 30. 30? <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Of songs he's been featured on. And this is from uh, Post Malone, uh, Ray Shrim- Sherman, Sherman, whatever the fuck the name is, Usher, <laughs> Ray Sherbert, Boy, Ray Sherbert, Drake. He's on a couple of Drake songs, also Chris Brown songs, whatever. He so he's been out here being featured up like a motherfucker. Billboard Hot 100 number ones. Uh, Kendrick Lamar has two, Humble and Taylor Swift Bad Blood. French Montana has Montana has zero. <laughs> hot 100 as a hot 100 number ones as a guess, which goes back to the Taylor Swift song Bad Blood, French Montana zero. Hot <laughs> Billboard Hot 100 top 10 songs. Kendrick has eight. Uh, French has two. And I'm believing these are songs that he produced and not on because, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Maybe they are songs he was, that he made. Some song with Sway Lee and then a Chris Brown song. Um, Billboard Hot 100 top 10 songs as a guest. Kendrick 4, French 1. Billboard Hot 100 top 20 songs. Kendrick 13, French 2. Billboard I'm almost able to guess the number each time. Yeah. Billboard Hot 100 top 20 songs as a guest. Kendrick 4, French 1. Zero. Okay. Yeah. And the one and, and the one song was Chris Brown's Loyal. Oh, the, the these hoes ain't loyal? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, actually, I think Young Thug actually beats both of them in all of these <laughs> categories. <laughs> He can't have more as a solo artist, like his own songs, can he? I don't know. I don't see that being possible. So I can see the ones he that he's featured have... on, because that's where I thought French Montana would come out. Because we're talking about bangers, like even oh. just reading off that Kendrick has more like Billboard hits, like but like it's still talking about bangers. Like I feel like you can't put up like uh, I'm trying to think of a Kendrick hit, but like. A lot of Kendrick's best songs aren't necessarily bangers; they're just really good songs. Whereas French Montana don't have no like, oh, these are really high quality songs, but he has bangers. So I was like, right. if he includes songs that he was featured on, like he might be able to play more bangers. Will he be able? Like I said, does he have better songs? No. Is he a better artist? No. None of that stuff. But I feel like it'd it's be interesting. It's the features. The probably yeah. Obviously, it gets the French Montana. Who the? I mean. I'm not. There's no song that was by French Montana with French Montana only that anyone's actually checking for. That at least has the opinion that I would fucking want to. There was some song that French Montana was on that I really liked, and it had nothing to do with him. But I just really liked that song. Like if he played that, that that goes hard. Uh, damn, what was that song? I'm not gonna remember it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm sending you this um this. That link for reference in case you ever want to look at it, but yeah, so but yeah, so in short, French Montana does not have more hits than Kendrick, and he definitely doesn't have more than Young Thug. Not that that was even in the conversation, but so yeah, we've debunked that theory on <laughs> <laughs> on today's episode of You Are Lying, nigga. So pop that. That's the one yeah. I'm thinking of. I oh, think. I think. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was a club one. If you're in a club, I mean, I don't think I was driving around listening to pop that, but um, oh, I, I was really. Oh, <laughs> oh, that song, that song went hard. 
That song went hard. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I don't think I've ever played it. On that was my record. shit. Like, let me go to this. But I remember being maybe in a bar and heard it go off, like some hood bar. Uh, no, I just seen a tweet and somebody's like, this is the tweet that uh, I think French Montana did um, to talk about it. He said, if we're talking about anthems, me versus Kendrick hit for hit, believe I can go neck and neck. I've been making hits for a long time. It ain't my fault that I believe in myself. How am I supposed <laughs> to answer that? Like what? Somebody put you talking about? Uh, somebody said you put a Eddie, you talking about Eddie Kendricks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember that? That was that was that was one. That was definitely one. I heard yeah, that. I was playing this. I was playing this. Yeah, this shit went hard. I know he's doing the background work, work. Yeah, work. and he goes. Work. He has a verse on there too, but he just he mainly oh, just he goes. Huh? <laughs> huh? Did you call that a verse? No, he does. Have, no, he has a verse on there. Oh, okay. Other than yeah. the huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He has a verse. He goes. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> he actually has a verse. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Well, you know. Um. So that that was that. Um. Uh. So this Sunday, this past Sunday, um, the last dance. Uh, <laughs> we we saved the last dance. <laughs> relays the last dance for the last topic. Um, the last dance uh, showed on ESPN and first two episodes. So I guess it'd be every Sunday for the. I think it's is it ten episodes? The twelve episodes. Ten. Ten episodes. Yep. So every Sunday for um, the five weeks. So the last dance is pretty much a documentary. About Jordan's time with the Bulls um, and thereafter, I don't. I didn't know if it was supposed to be labeled just Michael Jordan and them, or is it about just the Bulls organization? It's a. It's a. At least from my perspective, like from what I heard, it was supposed to be about the Bulls' final season uh, together as a group. But based on the first two episodes, it's about Michael Jordan. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. I mean, uh, there's not a lot that doesn't include Michael Jordan that's actually interesting. Except, spoiler if you haven't watched, but you should watch, but it's not like we're spoiling history because history has already been there. And you probably should know this, although I wasn't too familiar with it. Um, but Pippen had the worst fucking contract in probably basketball history. <laughs> um, I, I, I vaguely remember hearing about Pippen's contract, but not enough to provide any details prior to last Sunday. And yeah, he had one of the worst contracts ever. Uh, and I think shit like that, you see why guys uh, now in the NBA or whatever, and granted, they haven't been any as bad as that, but you know, guys saying, hey, I want more money, I'm not playing, you see it in different sports and stuff. Like, Pippen had a total reason to say, fuck this shit. Like they said something like he wasn't even in the top 120 fucking players in salary, and he was a, the number at that point at one point in time probably the the number two guy in fucking NBA time in, in NBA playing at that time. Like, how do you not reward that guy, or or else do you just see it as not you, but do people see it as you signed this contract, you play it out? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think like. There, there's a lot of things that went wrong in that scenario. Um, 
the first thing that I, I I would say this part went wrong per se, but like you you a black dude at that time we talking about the mid to early nineties, and you ain't never seen that kind of money before. And he grew up so poor, like you get a contract that says you're gonna get paid eighteen million. It's gonna be hard for you to be like nah, <laughs> but at the same time he was getting it. He was getting the right advice because another fucked up aspect of it was that uh, Reinsdorf straight up said that they were not allowing negotiations. You sign a contract, that's it. And with that full knowledge and with Reinsdorf telling him it wasn't a good deal, he did it anyway. So it's like, I could see his side, you know, of, oh, of yeah. being somebody who, who is not prepared to risk, you know, maybe like a short term contract and, you know, say he get hurt and then he can't get another one. And it's like, yo, I grew up poor and they just put $18 million in front of me. I could definitely see somebody going, fuck that, I'm signing this. But at the and same it wasn't time... Even like, I'm sorry, go ahead, my bad. No, I, no, I was about to say at the same time, like, it, that that's a shitty proposition to, to log on, like, log on, to sign on to a seven-year contract or six years or whatever it was with the full knowledge that you will not be able to renegotiate it at any point. So I don't think the at the time that he signed it, it was probably a good deal dollars wise but i don't think he was looking like hey maybe in four years i'll be able to get a contract that's even better so he was probably like let me just get this 18 and be good so yeah i i well to add on to that um one i agree with everything you said um i think to add on to it that not only did he come up for that he was supporting his family that was still fucking poor. So he had, mm-hmm. I don't know, eight, ten fucking brothers and sisters. He had two two relatives that were in um, that were disabled in wheelchairs. His dad and one of his brothers. So obviously they're not working. So you got this whole ass family that you're probably fucking taking care of. You know, so you're in a particular position where one, you got to take care of your family, and that's still a lot of money. Like, make no mistake, $18 million is a lot of fucking money. But, you know, for what players are probably getting paid now, you know, that's just fucking retarded. I mean, you know, given inflation and all that shit. So I don't I don't blame him, you know, for that being a young a young kid trying to take care of your family and, you know, you know, make some money. But yeah, he just got fucked, and he wasn't. He was in a. I think he just got caught up in being in the wrong era. Yeah. Um, and so when he when he had that injury, that was the only way he had some form of form of leverage and some form of I can control my destiny now. And fuck y'all, and the fact that you know him and Kraus wasn't really on favorable terms. You know, so uh, I would have loved if Krauss had been still alive. Like, I almost wish this were released earlier that he was alive just to hear his fucking thoughts. Although he just seemed like he probably wouldn't be telling, he wouldn't be truthful anyway with a lot of shit. Um, But I would have loved to hear Krauss's, you know, perspective. And we still got fucking eight episodes to go. So there's no telling of we know we might not hear, we might hear anything more about uh, Pippen's contract. But whatever. So uh, I thought it was a great first startup of episodes. Um, it was cool background on both of the guys. I can't recall remembering Jordan being injured. But then again, I was probably like five or six. 
1985? Yeah, I was hoping you would remember that. Yeah, so I don't recall. So that was kind of crazy to see how he was injured and actually start, like, practicing on a low and shit and coming back. Um, That was uh, pretty pretty cool. So I guess one question I did want to ask you is, so we both are part of, you know, the, the Pistons fan page, and you're probably undoubtedly the, the biggest Pistons fan I know. I am. Do you would you do you feel any way about watching this and enjoying this because it's not Pistons related? Uh, no, not at all. That's so. Somebody made a comment about not watching it, not going to watch it because it's fuck the Bulls and fuck Jordan, being diehard Pistons fan. And I just thought that was the worst fucking shit in the world. Like, no, that don't make sense to me. How can you not like? I I. I've never been a Bulls fan. Um, I've always appreciated Jordan for who he was. He's undoubtedly the, the greatest player that we've ever seen. And how do you not re- just just take that in and just watching that as far as history, just seeing that? And then, but but like, are you really going to die on that hill of being a a a, a, a total diehard Pistons fan that you don't even watch? Like that's just stupid. It's fucking stupid to me. If I only watch things about stuff I'm a fan of, I, there's a lot of interesting stuff I wouldn't get to see. <laughs> Bro, if we only learned in general, if we only learned about things we were fans of, we wouldn't know a whole lot. Like, <laughs> right. I would just know about a whole bunch about American history, like, like any mm-hmm. of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I commented on the shit. The guy didn't make another comment, but I just thought it was just stupid as fuck to not even want to watch. Like. And granted, I am super stoked about the era of the bat of them um, playing the bad boys. So I'll probably well, I can't pay attention wait. to that more than anything else in it. But just as uh, just of a fan of the sport, how do you not watch this shit? That is just crazy to me. Yeah, I, I don't understand that. It doesn't make anybody less of a Pistons fan to watch that. Yeah, that uh, doesn't make that's sense just, to me. That's just crazy as fuck to me. So, but yeah, so I, I kind of felt I knew your answer anyway. Uh, I feel like if you wasn't, um, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? A, a, a civil human being. I don't think we've been doing a podcast this long. We'll be friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> so <laughs> I got to figure your answer. But but yeah, that's just stupid as fuck. My man just like, yeah, I fucked the, you know, I, I don't know his, his words verbatim, but he's pretty much, you know, fuck the documentary, fuck Jordan, fuck the Bulls. I'm just like... And it is fuck the Bulls, but I'm still gonna watch this shit. It's nothing like I'm a... You know, I'm not sitting here trying to find some random pair of Jordans and a fucking Bulls jersey to watch it and shit, but, you know, what the fuck? (sighs) Yeah, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, So that's gonna be, I think, every Sunday for the next three, four weeks or whatever until they... uh, so we get finished with this. So next four weeks, I think. Uh, yeah. Yep. Four weeks. So not as, what's funny is you, I, I didn't realize that they have a PG version. So ESPN being the fact that there's no sports going on, they even have a edited version that they're showing on ESPN too. So all the kids can watch and shit. But they, why can't they watch the regular version? I guess I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming. I'm just Ain't it bleeped out? No, it's not bleeped out on ESPN. So they saying like the f word or something? Yeah, they cussing on a on a regular version. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I wasn't paying close enough attention to even note that. Well, I, I well one. I remember when I was trying. So I'll tell you about my debacle about logging in the ESPN. Um, and that's how I found because I was I'm, I'm not watching ESPN on the cable box. 
I'm watching on my Fire Stick, and I kept having you know issues logging in the ESPN or whatever because I was using the wrong login. But when I finally got in, I, they were showing us two different versions. You got the regular, and then you have an edited version on ESPN too. I, yeah, I didn't even notice. Cuss- I watched Jordan. it on the app too. Jordan cusses up a storm in that. Oh, maybe it's because I'm so accustomed to cursing it didn't even. <laughs> right. it, did, I did, it didn't even register because I don't even remember no cussing in it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I heard. I heard. I heard Jordan cuss a few times. Um, so, um, but yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Looking forward to that. Um, what what reminds me since that I mean that may not be the last topic. Uh, but I, I how far are you in Black as Fuck? Um, I watched the first two episodes. Okay, so I mean, I don't have I don't have anything to, to share or anything. Thing. But it seems like it's uh like blackish but unrated. Like it that's, is all that's the vibe types I get, of yeah. cousin. All type of cousin. Uh all through that show. Like all types. Um I I wasn't so I never fully watched uh blackish. Um I've watched many episodes, but I can't I can't say I've watched seasons through and through or whatever. And I wasn't a total fan of that, but I am like a uh, total fan of Black and Fuck. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, King of Bears is definitely. Uh, I don't know if he's made for TV like this, but he definitely has a cool, like, don't give a fuck personality. Um, and Rashid, uh, Rashida's actually fucking awesome with that. Um, she's definitely still to show, um, but she's always been like a great actress and shit. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of hers, and this show only adds to that. Uh, the two episodes I've watched, she's been the best part of it. Uh, I re- I really like her. Um, I feel like it's blackish, like it's exactly what you said. It's like blackish, but like unrated. <laughs> um, and then like I, the only thing that I can tell, I, I haven't watched Blackish either, like a lot. I've seen a handful of episodes, but I do feel like Blackish is better written. Uh, it's a little bit more. It's a little smarter, a little bit more nuanced. Um, it's a different type of humor, but like, it's still like, I don't know. It, it seems like it's just better written to me. Um, whereas this doesn't feel that way, but they do pull off, off some stuff. That's pretty, pretty decent. Um, I really liked, um, I really like, <laughs> I keep saying the same thing, but I really liked all the scenes that Rashida Jones is in. <laughs> like, I feel like she really carries the show. Uh, like she's like the scene in the first episode where, um, it, it, I didn't particularly care for the first episode, um, but I, they, I heard people say that. I actually <laughs> loved the first episode, but continue. The uh, a part where um, he has that he has his you know fancy ass car, and she's like, "I begged him not to get that car," and then it cuts to him, and he's like, <laughs> "She begged me not to get that car, really?" And then it cuts to her saying something like, "Buy this fucking car right now! If you don't buy this car, I'm gonna fuck somebody who has this exact car." <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> that shit took me out, dog. I was like, is she wilding? <laughs> and it, what makes me kind of wonder, too, because I, I did read that he was divorcing his wife. And I wonder how much of this is a playoff of his actual wife. Me, too. Uh, because his, and so in Black as Fuck, she's, uh, she's a, a lawyer that doesn't practice. Um, and she doesn't practice now, but she practiced early on in their like relationship or something like that. In his real life, his wife is a doctor. Mm-hmm. 
and she's actually light-skinned, kind of, I don't want to say she favors Rashida, but you could tell that it was, that that was, uh, Rashida's being picked at his wife uh, could be a play on real life or whatever. Hmm. Um, so yeah, if you ever, if you look him up and look up his wife, you'd be like, oh, okay, I get it now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, but yeah, so I don't know how much of the storyline and stuff is, you know, based on his actually real wife or soon to be ex-wife or whatever the case. But I, I wonder. Yeah. I, it, oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was finished. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I wonder if they, um, if they find a way to manage the kids, because there's way too many kids on that show to make me even care about any singular one. So, like, I feel like they need to maybe do a better job with like finding a way to balance all those kids and giving each of them like significant chunks of screen time in each episode. Cause like, well, I can't even keep up with them damn kids. It's too I said fucking that many. the first episode and two, like where all these fucking kids come from and why do they yeah. keep popping up? But it actually gets better. Okay. Cause I'm like, he got like six kids or some shit in there, five or six, something like that. So it's like three, it's three girls and it's, that's three girls and three boys. Yeah, so it's three girls, three boys. Um, so it actually gets better. You actually know who the kids are and shit like that. So it's actually pretty funny. They actually they 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 have hella personality and shit. And and not, and I mean they're just wild ass kids, just like every other TV show with wild ass kids. But it actually <laughs> gets better. Uh, yeah. So the second, so the show for people who haven't watched Black as Fuck, the show is based on the second oldest daughter and she's doing a, a documentary or something about her family or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so she has this film crew in the house and she's kind of recording them, interviewing her parents, her brothers and sisters and shit like that. Uh, so that's the premise of it. Her recording this like thesis or some shit for her getting to college or something like that. So that's the premise. Um, but yeah, it's pretty dope. though. I, I'm a big fan. Um, I wasn't... I will say I wasn't too familiar about Kenya Bears up until watching that. So I started looking up a lot. I knew he had made Blackish and all those other shows. Um, and I seen someone post about it on, on Facebook. I saw about uh, like Skip Martin, somebody he liked it. But he's saying he clicked the hashtag and it just got way too deep now. Because people are really making this shit way too deep. Like black people have attention, have the have the thing of just making something way deeper than it really needs to be. And if you click the hashtag, it definitely gets like that. Like, come the fuck on, dude. At the same time, there's a lot of white people who don't get it and are just like, really like, we don't understand what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, he makes, I, a lot of ref- he makes a lot of reference to, to not liking white people. Yeah. <laughs> I, and to be perfectly honest, as someone who has said the exact same words that he is said, it still was a little like shocking to hear him just say it on TV. Yeah, like, he's just like, I was like fucking. Yeah. I just fucking hate white people. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like we only say that behind closed doors, sir. Right, like, like we only say that on like random behind closed doors and on podcasts. Like, you were yeah, just to our five listeners. Yeah, so like you really say this like in public and shit. Like, okay, yeah, right. I don't know if I'm saying that on Netflix. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I guess it's just, I guess it's he. He's at a point where he's just making enough money he can say the fuck you want to say. And he's like, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, it's pretty cool. I definitely, uh, if you're not planning on it, definitely finish out the, the season. I finished it yesterday because I had nothing to fucking do. And so, um, it's like eight, eight, eight episodes. So, Yeah, I'm assuming that when I go back in, my wife is probably going to be asleep. 
And if that's the case, I'll probably watch it. Um, after she goes to sleep, I've been trying to get caught up on Better Call Saul, and now I'm I'm caught up on that. And the season is over, so there's no more Better Call Saul until it comes till whenever it comes back. So, um, yeah, um, I'll probably I'll probably finish that off before I start a new show that she doesn't watch. <laughs> so, and yeah, I we, need to. I don't. The problem with Better Call Saul for me is that I don't even remember where I left off at. And so for me to do it, which I want to, because I I've heard great things about Better Call Saul being really good now. Is that I don't know where I left off at, and I would probably have to like fucking start over. Like, yeah, I believe I, don't I know. got into like the second season. What season is it? Oh, the second season. Oh, they just finished the fifth season. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> you're way behind. I, I think I was in the second season. That's crazy that it's made the fucking five seasons. Like they made a spinoff and got five seasons off of that shit. That is amazing. And the there there's a sixth season which is going to be the last one. So that ultimately means it will have more seasons than Breaking Bad. Wow. Yeah. Did you watch El Camino? Yep. Okay. Did you? Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm like, I'm not going to not watch something about Breaking Bad. <laughs> I, and I, I really mean, I enjoyed El Camino for what it was. Yeah. I thought El Camino was pretty cool. I mean, I say that and I haven't got a chance to get back into Better Call Saul. But I've watched so much other shit I probably could have. So. I think I'm going to be potentially back to work by March, by May 4th. So next week is probably going to be key for me to try to get in some some TV watching before I'm back to work. I mean, not that I can't watch it, but when I'm back to work, but I have well, a little more free time between now. Well, and it's week, on so. it's on Netflix, so you can get not not fully caught up because the the current season that just fin it just finished on Monday, so uh, the current season won't be on Netflix, but the first four are, so you can get there. So the first four on Netflix, then what? It's on you. Uh, no, what's the station it, is on? It it airs on AMC. AMC. Oh, okay, well I got AMC. So uh, yeah, it's um. And then I had the same problem you did, like not to that degree, but part of the re- part of what held me up was that I didn't know where I left off at, but I knew that I was in season four. So <laughs> I was like, um, let me let me just see where I was at in season four. So I was like, I started to watch it, and then I was like. Man, I really don't know where I was at, and it'd be—it's been so long. Like, I probably won't even be able to figure it out. So, I'm just gonna start from the beginning and just watch season four from the from the beginning. And as I was watching it, I got to like episode six, and I was like, I still remember this. <laughs> so, I ate up like ten hours of ten hours of TV watching for season four, really only needing like the last three. <laughs> and I say so. season, and I say I left off of season two, but I honestly really don't know. So, but the problem is I don't know. So I'm like, I really have to start going through the episodes and shit, and trying to figure out where the fuck I left off at, and you know, continue. Um, but I feel like two. I don't know. You're saying it's five seasons, and I'm saying two. I feel like I haven't missed that fucking much, man. But who the fuck knows? I kind of feel like we were talking about it during season three. I feel like you probably finished season three. All right. I, well, I, I, I mean, I'm, I could be wrong, but like, I, I don't know. I feel I, like I we really were at least talking about clue, it during season three. And I don't three. even have a reference to even, even check to see. Um, especially since I share my Netflix with with my family and shit, so it's not like I could go back to an episode that wasn't watched because ain't no telling with the motherfuckers. So, um, yeah. So, but I'm going to try to catch that because now I'm just watching other shit now. So, um, I'm trying to think, what if I? Fin- I finished Ozark. Uh, 
that's me and my wife's current watch. Oh, okay. Y'all on current season? No, we're on season oh. two. Oh, okay. So yeah, that that, that was pretty dope. Um, and still that, fairly early in it, like season, episode three, maybe, of season two. So we yeah. got a ways to go. Yeah, season three is pretty dope, though. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's what I've been hearing. And I'm interested to see where this show goes because it seems like it's like, uh, it, it, it seems like it's like, okay, um, every episode is like, here's a new bad thing that happens. Here's a new, new problem that Marty has to fix. Here's a new problem that Marty has to fix. And it's getting kind of repetitive. And I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm curious where it's going long term. Like what, what's, I, I keep waiting for it to make a big, a big turn and not just like, Oh, now this thing happened and that's, Oh, it's going to make it harder for him to launder this money. Oh, now this, this new problem happened and that's going to make it the problem that he thought he fixed. I oh, can't fix it now because this new thing. And I'm just like, it's enjoyable to watch, but I'm feeling like there's gotta be some, some big event that's going to like turn it. But like, it could be just because like when I started it, I was like, this feels like breaking bad. And now that I'm into season two, it doesn't feel like Breaking Bad anymore, but I'm still waiting for him to turn Walter White. And I think that's what's and I think that's what's holding me up, because I'm like, if it happens, if he turns Walter, full Walter White, then I'll be like, oh, OK, now the dynamic has changed. But like if it doesn't happen and it like, am I going to be disappointed or am I going to accept like, OK, it's not Breaking Bad. He's not going to turn into Walter White like except whatever story they're trying to tell you. So that's yeah. kind of where I'm sitting at right so now. I think it's, 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 and my opinion is not based on the third season at all, but I just think it's better to not have the expectation of Walter White. It's better just to be like, let's see what the fuck Marty does. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I think that's that. what, that's the kind of the realization I came into it once season two hit, because like, I like the way it was trending I thought, oh, he's going to have to turn full Walter White at some point. And then it got through season one and he didn't. And I was like, okay, maybe I should stop expecting him to turn Walter White and just see what happens. So like, I like, and then I like the, um, it's a, it's a weird kind of like, I like this, uh, this hillbilly family that's in his city, the snails. And um, I, I like them as like a foil to him, but it's kind of like, there's, I, I, I gotta like, I, I gotta start accept, accepting what's happening and not try to like ration, like, I don't know, it's hard to describe. Okay, I'll just, I'll just say what, what it, what it feels like. When I first started watching, um, Sons of Anarchy, I was like, I, I, I had trouble believing that a biker gang could be that powerful. And it, like, I do think that that's the case now. But like in real life, but like that was a hard hump for me to get over uh, watching Sons of Anarchy, because I, I remember what in the very first episode, um, there's some some uh, I think a place got burned down or a murder happened or something. And the Suns showed up like they were the police and we're talking to the police like they were the police. And I'm like, wait, like, am I really supposed to believe that even the police respect this biker gang is like a point of authority to where they actually like 
have conversations with them at a crime scene instead of saying, get the fuck off my crime scene. Like I feel like the police would do in real life. So like, it was hard for me to get past that point. And it took, it, it took a little while for me to like get bought in. And when I say a little while, I mean like into season one, not like into future seasons. And that's the problem I'm having with the snails right now is that I'm having a hard time believing that these hillbilly fucks could be like actually like some sort of competition for like a an actual Mexican crime syndicate. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah, I don't know. Totally so it's it it it's it, it's hard for me to believe like yeah you might run that little small town that you're in right now but like when big wigs from Chicago show up and they have like Mexican cartel friends I feel like you get wiped off the face of the earth <laughs> in that scenario so it's like I I'm I had I'm having trouble getting over my disbelief of them actually being that formidable so but yeah that's where I'm at right now with Ozark for all I know the snails might be long dead and gone by season three. Yeah, so, you can uh, feel free to be quiet. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be that person. Um, so yeah, so it should be good. I, I think the, the season two and, uh, was pretty dope, and um, it was pretty much just a continuation, you know, of him and his wife, and and you know, doing what they do. So, oh, I will say this: um, at the again at the very beginning, I was like, this feels a little bit too Breaking Bad because I'm like, you got um, you got a kind of like a, a what looks to be like a civilized normal kind of white collar kind of dude turning into some kind of gangster you got um uh a, a wife who seems to be his foil like skyler you got and even you even got down to like a handicapped kid and i'm like i feel like this is like trying too hard to be breaking bad but i will say the character of his wife the direction she has gone is not what i expected uh so um <laughs> I, uh, and it's almost, it's almost making her, cause like they start her off as like, almost like she is the straight up villain. Like she is a fucking villain. And now I'm sitting here in season two and they're damn near making her likable. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, huh. I, 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 I've struggled with trying of the show, trying to make her likable and then me actually liking her. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's definitely been interesting, but it's hard it's really hard to not compare her to Skylar. It is. It is. At least for me at this point. Yeah. It, it's still hard, but like I could still, um, like I said, I thought she was going to be like a, like a thorn in his side the entire time. And she may end up being a thorn in his side at some point in, in the future. But right now they're basically operating as a team and I didn't expect that. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's, that yeah. was an interesting, interesting turn for her. Yeah, but I I I I, don't, I totally can get to the comparisons, you know, with you know the uh, the, the nagging ass wife and uh, from Breaking Bad and you know shit like that. Because Skyler is definitely one of my most hated fucking people in TV history. Um, uh, same. Like, yeah, I, I I thought that the wife in The Sopranos would have been worse, but Skyler <laughs> definitely takes takes the cake. Man. Uh, and it's, uh, I'm up in the air with her and uh, Marty's wife. So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so we'll see. So, Well, I look forward to seeing where it goes, but I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there. <laughs> My wife can't stay awake uh, much too far into it because we were trying to watch. Um, so we're watching Westworld at the same time because Westworld is actively airing. And, like, she kind of, like, 
I can't I can't bank on two episodes a night. So if we watch Westworld first and then try to watch an episode of Ozark, we're, we're we ain't gonna make it. So I, I get we we keep watching like a half episode of Ozark and then having to watch another half episode whenever we get back to watching it again. So it's moving along kind of slow, but I'll uh, get yeah. there eventually. If if you're at one episode a night, I don't see it really going too fast. So yeah, Catch it'll help. I'm like August. <laughs> Right. It'll help. It'll help once Westworld goes off the air. I think there's only two episodes left for Westworld. So two more weeks of that. And then if it gets to a point where that's all we're all we're watching, where it's like, okay, it's time for us to watch something fire up Ozark, which we're kind of at that point right now because we were uh, also watching Ozark up against um, Tiger King. So like that, Uh, that slowed it down, too. So right now, Ozark is kind of Ozark is our primary. on any night but Sunday when Westworld comes on. So, and then Fridays, we might not get to it either. So uh, we'll see. But if it's our first show consistently, then we'll start moving along faster. But we won't be watching it tonight. So, yeah. So, yeah. So we have, it's funny, me and I haven't really been watching many shows together lately. We've been watching, uh, so we are both caught up on Insecure. um, But, she just watches it whenever. I tend to watch it on when it comes on, or at least that same night. Um, oh, so y'all don't watch it together? But no, y'all both the, watch it. Yeah. So oh, okay. she was doing something else, and I didn't feel like waiting. And we haven't we haven't committed to watching that together. Nigga, that's so, how you get divorced. You be careful. <laughs> no, that, so that's <laughs> Fine, why I give, that, you watch the new episode without me. <laughs> well, that's why I had to give give the uh, the the thing of that we haven't committed to watching together. We both watch it, so. She don't care to watch it on time. I do, but she's cool with that. So, like last week, I watched the first one that night, and then she don't watching it that next day. So, oh man, that'd be the end of me if I did that shit. Like, like if I, I went say, in there and just watched them two episodes, watched them two episodes tonight after she went to sleep, and then woke and she woke up. I was like, yeah, I watched the two episodes of Insecure. Man, shit. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I get a, yeah. I'd have a knife wound and have to lie and say I got COVID nineteen. <laughs> Yeah, like, so what I, happened? I, I got COVID nineteen. <laughs> why you why are you bleeding out your abdomen? This one of the symptoms. <laughs> so, so, so I got a fucking knife in my neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we haven't committed to watching that totally together yet. So uh yeah. So that's the only reason why I can and it's not not a big deal. So um, but yeah. <laughs> well, whenever whenever she decides she's ready, because I think she wants to finish She's inexplicably doing a rewatch of the previous season and doesn't want to start till she finishes the rewatch. And I'm like, it's just a comedy. We don't need, we don't need to rewatch it, though. It'll probably start up with a little recap of what happened in the previous season at the beginning. And boom, we could. But uh, nope, still waiting. So uh, whenever she's ready to watch it, we'll be we'll we'll like watch it like right away. So like it'll be we'll watch those two episodes and then we'll watch it when it airs um, every what does it come on Sunday after Westworld? Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we would just transition right into that. Hey man, well, good luck with that, man. Um, <laughs> hope that works out for you guys soon and shit. <laughs> me too. Me too. Oh, you got anything else? Nah, man. I'm gonna pack it up and see if uh see if I can fire off a couple of them uh, black as fuck episodes. All right. Well, as always, you can find our pi- uh, podcast on any streaming network that actually has shit on it <laughs> soundcloud uh <laughs> not, iTunes. Pornhub. 
Not we're Pornhub. We're definitely not on Pornhub. That's a streaming uh, site that has shit on it. <laughs> uh, we're definitely not on Pornhub. Stra- uh, or, or are we? <laughs> or are we? Separately. Separately. <laughs> not, 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 not with the podcast. <laughs> right. All right. You, you can email us. Uh, what up, though, what? after dark? <laughs> Man, that would be yeah. If it made some money, I would. You know what? It wouldn't matter. Uh, you can email us uh, one of the podcasts at Gmail, or you can find our podcast on Twitter at one of the podcasts, or on Facebook. Um, and on that note, uh, we'll see y'all next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>